0: podcast my name is justin and i am so excited that you guys have decided to listen to me talk about movies and tv shows well happy post i was about to say happy post thanksgiving but thanksgiving was a clearly over a month ago but anyways happy post christmas everyone i hope everyone had a safe holiday you know it's so crazy because it seems like this year has gone by so fast like we're already at the end of december 20, 2022 is right around the corner it's actually this coming weekend so i'm super excited about that um, but we, you know we have a few more episodes before we end out this season So, in case you haven't realized, this has been season two of the Movie Bugle Podcast. I'm so honored and grateful to have been on this journey with you guys so far. And don't worry, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just getting started. Um, But we started this thing back in March. It was March. Yeah, it was March. March of this year, you know. And it's just been a journey. Get into where i'm at right now so i'm super excited um i have a couple more episodes left for you guys this year um we have this episode and then i'm gonna do a talk about all of the tv shows that i've enjoyed that's gonna come out next week and then the week after that is gonna be my last episode of season two i'm gonna talk about the top 10 movies of 2021 so be please be sure to check out all of those you can find me on my instagram page at the movie bugle you can also find me on my Twitter page at the movie bugle. You can check me out online. Um, if you just want to give my information out to people and be like, you know, this is where you can check out the movie bugle. I do have a link tree it's basically a page where you can go and you can just find all the different ways to, you know, f- like either listen to the podcast or find all my socials. But the web address is Linktree forward slash. Well, let me spell it out for you. L I N K T R dot E E Forward slash the movie bugle and that's how you can find um, all the different. You can find me online on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Stitcher. I'm on iHeartRadio, and I'm on TuneIn. Or if you're all, if you're already following me on my Instagram page, you can just click the link in my bio, and you'll be able to find me um, all the information there as well. So. On this episode, I have two main topics I want to talk to you guys about, but I've also compiled a few other things in there. Just not anything, whatever. Um, I sort of already went over like my last topic, so I guess I'll start with that one topic. It was one of my topic number four, but I'm making my topic number one. Like I said, um, I have three episodes left, including this episode for season two. Um, After this episode, I'm going to be doing a TV discussion where I'm going to be talking about all my favorite TV shows and seasons from this year. Um, Mainly the ones that's been on streaming platforms, but there's a few on network television I'm going to talk about. I'm going to be doing a ranking of all of the MCU Marvel shows that has been on Disney+ we've gotten five this year and then as well as you know there's been some seasons oh so i guess some shows that's ended there's been some you know continuations of shows and stuff like that so i just want to give you know just talk a, do like a brief overview about them maybe do like a little bit of a ranking thing um if you're looking for some new content to enjoy um, be sure to check that one out and then my last episode of the of this season will be my top 10 movie review Um, What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna post my top 20 through 11 on my instagram page um because there's been a lot of good movies that come out this year and i just didn't really feel right to just leave you know so many t- movies on the table i'm trying to catch up on movies right now that i may have missed just to see where my top 10 would you know if it would be shifted or moved around and so far it hasn't but you know i think you guys are gonna want to check that one out. there's been a like i said there's been a lot of movies that's come out this year A lot that was pushed back from last year. So, this one was a really, really hard list to put together. I've been doing this for the past, I want to say, three years now. Um, I I don't know when I started, but I would just, you know, just write down all the movies that I've watched, all the new movies. Because I do go back and I rewatch, you know, movies. Like, I actually just finished rewatching all of the Harry Potter movies just to uh, get prepared for the Harry Potter special that's premiering on HBO Max on uh, New Year's Day you know so i'm really excited to dive back into the wizarding world but i went back and watched all eight movies of that you know this past week actually um so i go back and i rewatch movies and stuff like that here and there but i write down all of the movies brand new movies that came out this that current year um and then for this year specifically what i've started doing is write down where i've watched them whether it was in the theater or if i watched them on a specific uh, streaming platform that way because there's so many different streaming platforms out there right now and i want people to to have as much information as possible when trying to find these movies so be sure to check that one out and then season three as of right now will will resume in 20 march of 2022 so be sure to check that out i will hope to have some uh, new and exciting things and content for you guys super excited about that so my second topic which was gonna be my original topic one number one but this is my second topic topic number two spider-man no way home now i i know i know i keep talking about this movie i i totally get it <laughs> but i just wanted to give some numbers now the, the movie is officially out in theaters um I talked about it a little bit when I did my review last week, but Spider Man No Way Home has officially made a billion dollars. And the reason why this is significant is because we are still in the whole parallelogram. There's still Prometheus going on outside. There's still a Pythagorean theorem. There is still a Panera bread. There is still a period going on outside. And because of that, You know, movies have not been making a billion dollars. Like normally, you know, movies that will come out and shatter the box office, no problem. Even this year, we've had like Shang-Chi come out. We've had, you know, Black Widow. We've had Suicide Squad. We've had, you know, Godzilla versus Kong. You know, all these big blockbuster movies, which would have normally made a billion dollars in previous years, have not made a billion dollars. Spider-Man No Way Home is officially the first one to make a billion dollars. And it actually did it in record time. It did it in, I think, 11 days. So I think the highest, the fastest a movie has ever gotten to a billion was Spider Man, sorry, was Avengers Endgame, and they did it in five days. I think Avengers Infinity War did it in, I think, 12 days, and I think this one did it in 11 days. So it got up there really, really quickly. I'm hoping this movie has legs and i think just for me it's like i always say when i talk about numbers and box office and stuff it's not for the big executives it's not even for like the studios and stuff like that in the sense of oh i just you know we want to give more money to the the suits and stuff it's what does this mean for franchises going forward right so like spider-man no way home if you haven't seen the movie yet, don't worry. This is a spoiler-free discussion um, in a sense. So I'm not going to get into details of the movie, but just possibilities of what's going to happen next. You know, there's there was a lot of teases. There was a lot of cameos. You know, a lot of things happened in that movie where we can see the the continuation of the partnership between disney and sony you know um tom holland has already said that you know he wouldn't mind playing spider-man until he's 30 you know it's we haven't seen miles morales yet so i think that it'd be really nice just to keep spider-man in the mcu universe and i think just with making this much money you know the big executives are like all right well it's working why break it you know what i mean so that's that um, I think another thing as well is, um, You know, uh, there's potential with other Spider-Mans coming back to continue their franchises. You know, I don't know which one they're going to go with. Are they going to go with Tom Holland, which is the current one? Are they going to go with previous ones? Like I said, you have to go watch the movie. I mean, like I said, slight, you know, you know, it's at this point, if you didn't see Spider-Man No Way Home, (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you, Six. But anyways, I'm super excited about that can't wait to see it i've seen it twice so far i plan on seeing it a few more times in the theaters and then for sure you know when it comes out on dvd i definitely want like the actual box set i want the entire thing i want the digital booklet when i I want the booklet itself i'm also going to buy it digitally i just want so many copies of this movie because i love this movie so much anyway so that was Spider-Man No Way Home Like I said it's made over a billion dollars It's the first movie during this pandemic That's made over a billion dollars And um, right now um, It is sitting I don't know where it is in the all time Like like highest uh, 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 Highest grossing movies I, I would say I think it's somewhere in the 30s It needs about 400 million dollars more Total to make The top 10 overall So that's pretty cool The right now The number one movie Of all time Is Avatar Which you know I I, I honestly don't Understand it That's probably why They greenlit A a bajillion more Sequels for that movie Which we still haven't I feel like they've been Shooting Avatar For like 10 years like we keep seeing, oh, there's images here and there and there's concept art and stuff like that. We haven't seen a trailer. Apparently there's supposed to be Avatar 2 coming out next, next December, but we haven't seen anything for it yet. So honestly, I don't know. But anyways, um the avengers endgame did hold the number one spot for a little bit until they re-release um avatar back in theaters which pushed that back over the top again so i'm actually really curious to see if spider-man no way home will make the top 10 i should have pulled the list up and see but i some of the movies that are on there i know that the lion king live action one is on there i know that um avengers infinity war is on there i know like i said avatar is on there The Star Wars The Force Awakens I believe is on there Um, I'm trying to think of some other Anyways I'll put the list online You know we'll talk about it um, Maybe in another episode but anyways that's Spider-Man No Way Home so for my last two topics I do want to touch on two movies that I've seen so they're sort of like my movie reviews one is for Encanto one is for Matrix Resurrection so if you haven't seen the movie um I'm gonna try not to dive so much into the actual plot details of them because I don't want to ruin the experience for anyone so maybe this will be a time if you haven't seen Encanto I'm going to talk about that one first if you haven't seen Encanto pause it go watch Encanto it is available on Disney plus at no additional charge right now I believe they put it on their Christmas Eve um so you have if you already have Disney plus you can definitely go in there and check it out but uh, I'm going to talk about Encanto first and then I'm going to talk about Matrix Resurrections so Encanto um musicals by lin Miranda that's pretty much what attracted me to the film this is a Disney uh animations movie is not pixar so i know with a lot of animation right now pixar was pretty much leading the way back in the day with computer animation now between dreamworks and illuminations and even disney animations You see a lot more computer animated, you know, movies coming out. So especially with Disney, it's kind of hard to tell the difference between like a Pixar movie and a regular Disney animation movie. Case in point, uh, Moana is not a Pixar movie. I know a lot of people think that it is, but it is not. But anyways, uh, Encanto, I enjoyed the movie. Um, I feel like there was it was a very soft movie. And, and the reason why I say it was a very soft movie is because it didn't really hit me as hard as I thought it was going to be, you know. And I, I think that, you know, especially with these animated movies from Disney or Pixar, you 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 usually expect like some type of emotional connection or, you know, deep connection or whatever. And I feel like with this movie, it played it safe. and I And I can understand why just because of the representation that was in the movie. You know, it's about a family in Colombia, you know, they had this magical house. Um, Once upon a time, you know, they were going through struggle and stuff like that. And so they were granted a gift through this candle and, you know, and everyone in the family has different powers. And well, they, they call them gifts from, you know, from I don't know, from the candle or from nature or whatever the case may be. And they give that back to the community. And that's pretty much where our story begins with uh, Encanto and the, the house is alive. So the house is able to communicate with them, not talk like we, you and I would talk, but is able to like move things around and interact with them. So it's really cool. It's a really cute movie. The music in the movie was really, really great. Um, I can tell the lin Miranda um Influences in it You know He has a very particular style When it comes to his music You know If you don't know Lin-Manuel Miranda by now He gave us In the Heights He gave us He's famous for His Hamilton Um, He actually directed A movie this year That is on my top 10 I won't tell you where um, Called Tick Tick Boom That was his Directorial debut about jonathan larson he um he wrote the music for moana he oh there's something oh and he was also um he also helped with the mary Poppins returns i know he's helping with the new uh little mermaid live action movie that's coming out so he is deeply invested in disney right now Which is amazing All kudos to him and everything like that But I can tell his influences In this movie with the music So I did enjoy that Like I said I enjoyed the movie overall Um, I will say that the main uh, um, Abuela character She bothered the hell out of me um if you have to watch the movie to understand why but she really did I'm sorry I, I know there's a whole arc to everything and I I get it like you know but her character bothered me <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say about that but overall I did enjoy the movie it wasn't a bad movie um I wanted it to you know, be a little bit more deeper. I think that sometimes with cultural representation, we just have this expectation that it's going to be, it's going to speak to our soul. Like Coco was such an amazing movie. Coco is Pixar, by the way. But Coco is such an amazing movie because it speaks to the soul of family, humanity, you know, forgiveness. There's a lot of messages in there that even though I'm not, you know, Mexican descent, I still feel like oh wow I can relate to this movie in so many different ways that's what I wanted from Encanto and I didn't really get that so like I said please don't let that deter you it's still a great movie it's still a colorful movie there's still lessons to be learned from within the movie I just wish that it had a little bit more weight to it and maybe that was the plan maybe that was the choice because you know animation movies sometimes will hit you where you're just like dang i wasn't expecting that like i'm this is supposed to be a movie for children but i will say you know animation movies nowadays they are not just for kids <laughs> they are for adults i feel like a great Animated movie or even a great family movie in general can speak to everyone of all ages. And I, this one does speak to everyone, but I just wish it just had a little bit more weight to it. That's that's the only thing I'm gonna say. Um, but that's Encanto, so make sure to check out Encanto on Disney Plus right now. It is free, it's not premiere access or anything like that. You can definitely check it out if you are already a subscriber to Disney Plus now. Last topic of this podcast is about Matrix Resurrections. Now, I actually just got done watching it for a second time because the first time I went to a later showing and I didn't realize I actually fell asleep and missed a lot of different pieces in the movie. And the reason why I said I didn't realize I fell asleep is because you know how sometimes you can be like in that space where you're not all the way asleep, but you're not all the way awake. So I heard the movie. I just wasn't really paying attention and I was fighting myself. So anyways, I missed a lot, but I thought that I got a good gist of it because I didn't sleep for that long but apparently I still missed a lot of the plot and the development of that movie so I'm glad I was able to watch that movie again before I did this review I originally saw it in the Chinese theater opening day and I love the Chinese theater anytime I see a movie that's coming out where it was made for IMAX or it should be on legit IMAX I try to go see it at the Chinese theater. If it's more sound or if it's more like I'm looking for like the crystal clear or sound of the movie, I would see it in AMC Dolby. Like, for example, um, A Quiet Place 2, I saw it at the Dolby Theater because even though it's supposed to be a quiet place and it's supposed to be silent, sound is a huge part of that movie, Um, so I wanted to see it there. Any type of musicals that come out, I like to see it in Dolby theaters just because of sound, but anything that was made for IMAX or IMAX format, I try to go see it over at the Chinese Theater if I can, but you know, when we saw the previous for Matrix, all of us was like, we have to see it here. I didn't want to see any other place. Um but I will say that um again I enjoyed the movie. I know it's very divisive amongst fans and I think that it is is because it's I do see the disconnect from the original trilogy. This movie has a clever way with delivering you know a new plot a new development you know it's and they sort of poke fun at it um i'm gonna try not to get too much into spoilers with this because i want you to go see it but i can't really talk about the movie without talking about some plot points so like for example there was a line in the movie where they one of the characters in the movie was talking about i guess so i guess Pretty much, the Neo is back into the Matrix. He has been plugged back in. He is a computer. Well, not a, he's a he's a game designer. Uh, you know, uh, you know he he develops games. And the way that they sort of like put him back into it is he created a game called The Matrix, and that game is supposed to be the original trilogy. And that's how they were able to manipulate his mind with none of that never that ever happened. You've always been here type thing, right? So one of the plot developments in the movies that they talk about is, oh, you know, we're supposed to make another sequel to this game. And, you know, he's like, I know, I know you said you never wanted to go back to that world, but you know, our parent company, Warner Brothers wanted to make a sequel to the matrix and they said, they're going to do it with us or without us. So when they said that everyone in the theater laughed because it's so funny because, you know, matrix is put out by Warner Brothers. And I feel like lines like that was put in there on purpose. But I will say that um, this was a clever way for them to do the movie, I guess, with a newer audience, but still pay homage to what came before. But to be completely honest, I feel like if they were gonna go back into this world, the more appropriate way they should have handled it was maybe go and do a prequel. How was The Matrix started? You know what I mean? What happened between the machines and, you know, humans? How was Zion formed? You know, what was the gap between, you know, when the humans scorched the sky and they had to go underneath ground? You know what I mean? I know there's a theory out there that and i don't know if this is i don't think it's canon but i think that they'll allow it that terminator is the unofficial prequel to the matrix just because think about the plot of the terminator you know machine centiles were created you know and they took over the human race you know what i mean and yeah if you jump you know many years into the future it's because, you know, in the, in the first Matrix, you're thinking, oh, it's like 1999. It's like no, it's actually, you know, it's like hundreds of years later. So you could jump that far into the future and that's what the Matrix take place. But I think that that kind of that would have been kind of nice to see, you know, how they were able to go back into it. But, you know, I think since they made a sequel, it's OK. I can understand. Um, I think that this movie, as much as I would love to, I love seeing it in the theaters for the first time. I think this movie does play really good at home, only because it's kind of like, all right, you know, it's, it's it does have a very big disconnect between the original trilogy and, you know, this one. I think that if they were to go and play this right, they can go and make another trilogy, you know, sort of like how, well, I know this is, this is gonna be controversial because I know a lot of Star Wars fans don't like the new trilogy, but they could do something like that. I don't know. Maybe just explore different aspects of the world. Uh, But, you know, we have Neo back. We have Trinity back. The ending was very it was very surprising to me because I was like oh okay you know and I remember seeing something online of from Warner Brothers and the Matrix uh, Twitter account saying don't spoil the ending so I was like okay I wonder what kind of surprises are going to give us in this movie um, no Lawrence Fishburne um, but they definitely acknowledge him like he's still a part of it in the sense of you know his character like he was replaced but he wasn't replaced if that makes sense I think once you watch it you'll understand um, I wish that he would have came back just so we could have the original trilogy again well not tr- trio again i should say with morpheus trinity and neo but the way that they did morpheus in this movie it was okay like i was kind of like eh, i mean i guess uh, um you know it, it works i love yaya abdul the second, so i love him as an actor um and i feel like he did do a good job as morpheus i just like the iconic Lawrence fishburne morpheus i just like Lawrence fishburne as an actor so you know it's it's you know they did what they needed to do but um will they make more? I'm I'm not sure. Um they can. They sort of left this off in this movie where they could go and do another one, but I feel like they're gonna have to be very convincing. I do feel like if they do make another one, they need to change directors. Um there's been a lot of people online talking about how you maybe with a different perspective the you know another matrix would work and i think that could be it it, this movie was almost made like they didn't want to make it and i think that that's how it came off when you watch it is like you walk out of the movie you're like so what's the point like what was the whole reason of like why did y'all make this movie you know what i mean like i know sequels and you know nostalgia is a huge thing right now in hollywood like in january we have another Screen movie coming out i think this is Screen five We have, you know, we had a Space Jam 2 come out this year. You know, Godzilla. We have, you know, all these different things that are coming. And they just did, they just redid West Side Story. So, you know, Hollywood, it's, they're playing into the trope of they're running out of ideas. But it's like, if you're going to bring something back, make it clever. You know what I mean? Like, next year we have a Batman movie coming out. And it's like, another Batman yet again. But I feel like they're trying to make it totally different. You know, I feel like the Dark Knight trilogy is so it holds such a special place in so many people's hearts, including mine, where it's like unless Batman is a part of like a series with, you know, Superman or Wonder Woman or whatever, it's too soon for another batman movie but i mean i guess you could have said the same thing about spider-man you know you had the amazing spider-man 2 and then literally two years later you see a different spider-man in civil war and then you know spider-man homecoming right after that so i guess i can understand it but it's just kind of like yo like if you're gonna make another movie, make it, make it make sense and make it worthwhile. I feel like everyone, you know, like the performances weren't bad or anything. I just feel like it was just the overall development of the story that was just kind of like, eh, like okay, like I get on board. I can't really fault anyone who didn't enjoy it. I don't know if I've seen too many people online say they hated it. It was more like uh, they were just disappointed or it was like, man, I did see a few people online say that they did enjoy it. So, you know, it's, you know, everyone's allowed to have their own decisions, but I would say on a scale of one to 10, I would give this one maybe like a 6.5 leaning towards a seven. Um, I am curious to see if they do decide to make more, but I'm just like I don't know. I'm just like okay, let's let's see what else is happening. like let's what's what's going on with this. Let's, you know what I mean. Let's, I you know, um. But like I said, um. Oh, another nostalgia thing is like the Creed movie. You know, Creed plays off of you know the Rocky franchise and it's in that world, but it's from a different perspective. You know, Ryan Cougar gave us the the, the first one, then we had you know Creed two, and I think um I, I forgot the director of Creed two. I'm so sorry, but he did an amazing job with it, and I think michael b jordan is actually directing the third one i don't know if they're going to continue it after that but it's a clever way to like you know if you're a rocky fan you're gonna like this one as well but it's from a different perspective because it's from the black perspective but it's in it and it took a character from you know apollo creed from that rocky franchise and now we have you know more stories and i think that's how you can keep a legacy of a franchise alive but tell it from a different perspective or tell different stories within that it doesn't always have To be the same stories. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but I think that you know, you know, Lucasfilm is actually starting to get into the okay, you know, Star Wars is a huge universe, but we spent so much time talking about, you know, Princess Leia and Luke. Even though I know a lot of the hardcore fans want to talk about them, but it's like there's other stories out there. Let's go talk about the Mandalorian. Let's go talk about Boba Fett. Let's talk about you know Yoda. Let's talk about how you know all these different things were created. So I think that with the Matrix if you're gonna if you're gonna continue in that world i feel like a prequel would be amazing how the hell do we get to this point in the beginning you know what i mean how did we get there and i think that's where they could have thrived on um you know is is sort of like um i don't know was, was prometheus a prequel I'm, I'm not sure of aliens i think it was i think prometheus was a prequel to aliens i i'm, I'm not man i'm you know i'm I'm not a huge aliens, you know. I like aliens, like don't don't come for me. <laughs> but I I don't I didn't grow up watching it like you know, I've only seen like a few times, but I remember watching Prometheus and at the ending, because they didn't mark it as a prequel, it was like the twist at the end, like, oh snap, this is connected to the aliens franchise. So I think that if they're gonna make another matrix they need to go to the drawing board and say, okay, what is the purpose of us making this movie? How can we tell a different story within this universe that's gonna be captivating to audiences? And not just think about, oh, it's a franchise. Oh, it's a, you know, people know Matrix. It's like, nah, I feel like the original Matrix movie, like the very first one is on a lot of people's top five, maybe even top three movies of all time. And I think that, you know, so they were looking so much forward to watching this movie. And I think, think about those fans when you make another one. So anyways if you haven't seen the matrix resurrections go check it out it is on hbo max if you want to go to the movie theaters you can see it there as well and um i believe that was the last movie that warner brothers is putting on hbo max day and date in 2022 they're switching to a different format so matrix will still play its normal 30 days on hbo max before they take it off and then it does this run as normal thing where it will go to pvod for purchase or probably for rental and then you can buy it and then it might end up back on hbo max later on but you know like i said if you haven't seen it go check it out and if you have let me know what you think about it Uh, hit me up on my instagram page Well, that's all for this week's episode, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the Movie Bugle Podcast. Please check me out on my Instagram page. Like I said, I'm going to be posting my top 20 through 11 movies. I'm probably going to do one day at a time leading up to my discussion of my top 10 because that's going to be a big episode. Um, So just check me out on there. Um, I'm going to be posting, you know, the movie itself, what order it's in, saying what I think about it a little bit. And then each day I'm going to be doing that probably starting in the next couple of days because... I have 10 movies to go through and then but I wanted to coincide with my release of the my top 10. So um, just be sure to check me out on there. And until next time, I will talk to you all soon. Bye.